0: The world of IPOs has been quite frozen over for quite a while. Ever since the market started tanking in 2022, uh, IPOs started slowing down and they've all but ceased, uh, except for a bunch of forced ones that have went through. Uh, You know, we've seen companies like Better.com kind of have this big IPO go through recently they immediately tanked like over 90, I think it was like 93, 97% or something when they launched. So their stock, you know, their company went from being worth, I think like 40 billion to like 4 billion, absolutely getting hammered. So IPOs are not very popular right now. And a company is gearing up for an IPO, um, a very high profile, and that is Instacart. It's gearing up for its IPO. So today on the podcast, we wanna talk about it because they have just like released, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but uh, right before their IPO, they've announced a series of AI-powered upgrades to store uh, to their entire platform, pretty much, their store, their carts, all sorts of things. So we're going to be diving into that, what we think the implica- implications are, and, I mean, let's talk a little bit about their IPO, what where we see this going, if, you know, how how they're going to pull this off. This is a tricky time for IPOs, let's be 100% honest. Um the the whole IPO market and all of this really like a a big part of this hinges on like market sentiment people you know believing your company is going to continue to grow continue to succeed it's really tricky right now with interest rates being so high Um, so anyways we're going to dive into all of that without further ado let's jump into it welcome to the AI chat podcast I'm your host Jaden Schaefer If you are interested in seeing really interesting AI use cases, make sure to follow me over on x.com, formerly Twitter, as I will be sharing some really cool use cases of AI and I kind of, you know, retweet some of the greatest things I'm seeing in the space every day. So make sure to follow me at Jaden underscore AI. I'll drop a link to that, but also my handle is in the podcast cover. I would love to have you in the community. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles, then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So the big story here is that, of course, while Instacart is gearing up for its IPO, um, it's slated to happen this September. And that's according to a bunch of reports, um, and so you know, very, very soon, uh, potentially this month. Um, But the the company is not holding back on its tech-heavy announcements. So today, Instacart revealed significant updates to its storefront platform, which is an e-commerce engine that powers more than 550 retail brands like Costco, Price Chopper, Market32, and Tops Friendly Market. And the newly updated platform is leveraging technology from ChatGPT, as well as Instacart has kind of their in-house AI models. But essentially what's going on here um, is that, you know, of course, Instacart is a bit of a pioneer in grocery e-commerce tech. They're based in San Francisco. They're founded back in 2012. And they have been positioning themselves as more than just a delivery service, right? When you think of Instacart, you probably think of like, I don't want to go to the grocery store. Let me order an Instacart to go do my shopping for you. They're trying to be more than that. You're really, they're trying to be like a technology platform. And apparently right now they're actually controlling around 22% of the U.S. is $132 billion online grocery delivery market. Now, to be 100% honest, I don't necessarily directly use Instacart, but I believe like, okay, so I have, well, like my family, we use Walmart shopping. So uh, my wife decided she does not like going to Walmart to shop. If she doesn't have to, the store is massive. We got a couple kids. They don't have a fun time. It's just like a hassle keeping your kids in the car, not throwing fits or throwing things or wanting everything, whatever. It's just not a great time. I don't know, maybe when they get older, it'll be more fun. But right now, Walmart is not a fun trip for our family. So my wife uh found out it's like a hundred bucks a year. It's super, super cheap. Um, and you get Walmart delivered to you, at least where we live. So we've been doing that. And I like to say, like, oh yeah, we don't use Instacart, we just use Walmart delivery. But I actually sometimes think that uh Walmart like outsources to Instacart if they don't have enough drivers. I could be completely wrong about this, but I swear I've seen people that are like doing Instacart delivery uh and they're like dropping off for walmart they also do the thing where like you you pay like a fee so like in my mind i'm like oh yeah it's like 100 bucks and that's just the fee and they're gonna like it's just Walmart it's this is on walmart they're gonna like deliver my groceries but then when the delivery driver drops it off it's like give your delivery driver a tip and i'm like oh like i just <laughs> i don't know I, I i'm just like a hater on tipping and tipping culture in general so like don't mind me if that's triggering to you and you're a walmart driver and you wish you got big, bigger tips. I just I wish all tipping was just like integrated into the price of whatever you buy. I just don't like the awkwardness of like, you know, did I tip too much? Did I not tip enough? Do I? Let's just like give me the full price. I'm happy to pay. I would I would be more happy to pay a higher price with the tip included than a lower price where I pick the tip. I just it's an extra like, you know, yeah. You only have so many like things in a day to think about and do, and I don't know. It's just not my thing, but whatever. In any case so i probably use instacart but um i've been using walmart is kind of like the main thing in any case um instacart has a big chunk of the market but i wonder like what percentage of that is exclusively on the instacart app and what what percent is maybe like other third party people like offloading to it i think it's really smart they've they've gotten in with costco and they're doing deliveries for costco that's amazing i just went to costco today it was a fiasco of course it's a saturday so it's crazy, but yeah, what good good job on Instacart. They're definitely solving a major pain point, as you can hear me sitting here for like 10 minutes talking about all my pain of <laughs> grocery shopping. In any case, uh, they currently have a, a relationship with OpenAI, and actually it was one of the first integrations, and um, it, it was one of the first people to integrate ChatGPT plugins back in March when that launched. Um, they, had a, they had like an Ask Instacart ChatGPT feature in their app back in May, So I think the new storefront that they've just launched is built on the same kind of robust infrastructure that underlies the Instacart app, and it offers retailers access to features driven by what Instacart claims are 150 proprietary AI models, right? That's crazy. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about the fact that, you know, like GPT-4, for example, is allegedly like 16 AI experts kind of tied together. When you ask GPT-4 a question, it figures out which of those so I'm assuming this is kind of the same idea with Instacart where, you know, they say there's 150 proprietary AI models and that's probably like all looped together in one thing, but they got like 150 experts or whatever. So, I mean, cool. It makes sense. I think you can get stuff more. You get more specific quality results doing this strategy. And uh, yeah, that, that that's a no-brainer. So I think this new, you know, level of AI integration allows customers to pose open-ended questions like, you know, what ingredients do I need for fish tacos or... What's a healthy lunch option for my kids? They can ask it directly into the search bar and and you do it into, you know, a bunch of participating retailers, online storefronts, and it's going to give you the responses. So Asha Sharma, who's Instacart COO, said, quote, we've long believed the future of grocery and commerce in general isn't online or in store. It's both. And now more than ever, it's being supercharged with AI. So according to Sharma, the company's advantages kind of lie in its dynamic grocery catalog, which they have touted as one of the. You know, largest in the industry. So it includes 1.4 billion items and updates uh, more than 6,000 items per second, which of course has, you know, over a decade's worth of data in online grocery shopping behavior. So the advancements, I think, in all of this are not limited to online uh, interfaces. So the company's smart carts, known as caper carts, also received a pretty substantial upgrade so these carts which are a product of instacart's 350 million dollar acquisition of caper ai in 2021 come with a huge array of features including uh, touchscreens scales and sensors so customers can not only bag items as they shop but they can also order custom items like deli sandwiches directly from the cart itself And then when the custom order is ready, a notification is sent for pickup. It's kind of nice, right? You don't have to go to the deli. Just do it from your phone. Go to the deli when your sandwich is ready. So I think the latest improvements are also kind of, you know, there to enhance the capabilities of CART's camera and weight sensors, which are delivering a more kind of fluid shopping experience while enhancing the detection of any suspicious activity. (laughs) So I think that as Instacart is kind of looking towards this IPO that may be on the horizon for them probably very soon, I think these updates uh, signify its ambition to be a technology first company that really kind of straddles the line between the physical and digital worlds with a focus on enhancing both customer experiences and operational efficiency through AI. So Instacart is clearly aiming to lead the charge in this rapidly evolving grocery commerce landscape. And I think by you know, putting out a bunch of these new features, a bunch of this new AI, 150 different AI models, apparently that they have. Um, They're really kind of saying, look, we're definitely a software company. We're not just because we have like a lot of um, we have like the element of the human drivers. It's kind of like, you know, if someone was saying Uber wasn't a software company, which there's like a lot of debates, right? Even like Tesla, people are saying, you know, they say like, is this a car company? Is this a tech company? Tesla wants to be a tech company because the valuations are much higher. The multiples are much higher. Um, And so they work really hard to have a lot of AI and software and, you know, self-driving and those kind of things to be like, look, no, we're a tech company, not just a car company. Um, And so I think, you know, sure wants to make sure they're definitely, you know, saying we are a tech company, especially as they're looking for investors and IPO on the horizon, and they want to make sure their valuation is as high as possible and stays that way for as long as possible. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify